Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In another country, listen to our podcast to answer the important who, where, why, how, and when questions related to becoming an expat. We do this from our expat home in Buzios, Brazil, and we're trying this out on video for the first time. Felix, you want to show them Buzios, Brazil, Brazil behind you? Do the, uh, it's, the, it's the only reason we're, uh, we're doing this today. Yeah. <laughs> that one prop. Okay. I can't do that. I'm in my garden uh, house here in Ferradura, and I've got uh, a curtain behind me in my, my little office uh, cave. Um, but anyway, several weeks ago, we presented some of uh, the uh, cost advantages of living in Brazil. And that show was supposed to be an all-encompassing, you know, what it costs, uh, how do you pay for it. But there were so many cost advantages that we found, you know, it would have been a two-hour show or an hour and a half, which is ridiculous. So we cut it off on just the cost side, uh, the cost-saving side. And today, you know, we're going to talk more about how you access money because, it really doesn't matter what it costs. If you can't get your hands on money, it's expensive, right? <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Well, so, I think you have a, I think you have more experience, but uh, you, you go ahead. You can start. Yep. So anyway, and this can also be a really bad problem if Portuguese is not your native language. So you never want to feel like you can't pay for something. So this is a real important show, I think, for anyone who wants to be an expat, especially here in Brazil. As usual, Felix and I are going to share our experiences living here in Brazil, in Buzios, uh, which is a quaint Portuguese fish, fishing village located two hours from Rio de Janeiro. And uh, we'll contrast it from our previous lives in Europe and the United States. Uh, so let's start off introducing ourselves briefly. I'm Carl Shinneman. Uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm one of the creators of Expat Bites. I uh, uh, spent a fair amount of time being an e-discovery entrepreneur in the United States, uh, was an attorney for a bit as well. Uh, I still consider myself an entrepreneur, just more of a quasi-retired, not trying to optimize things, you know, running, uh, you know, a hotel and Airbnb with my wife, uh, which is both in Rio and in, uh, and in Buzios. And, and Felix, a little about yourself. Uh, so my name is Felix Broden. I... 39. I've been here 11 years uh, with my family and my two kids. Um, I took a different path in life, I would say, uh, before I really even started figuring out what I wanted to do. I figured out that I want to live in Brazil. So I came here reasonably young. Uh, my daughter was just four months and have a small posada and a bakery. And I'm also managing uh, another posada, which is a little bit bigger than, than my own. Good. Well, um, I got to tell you, after the last show, the eating show, I'm sort of missing that show. I um, I, I that was finished, good. I like that as well. <laughs> I finished off some Inga, which does stay pretty good in the uh, refrigerator. It doesn't get any worse. It's hard to. It's that one that you peel the fruit open. And you ah, try yeah, to yeah. get the this thing off of the nut. Uh, I ate some of that this morning, and I had some uh, some of your croissants with some acai uh, jelly. Um, 
It's not too I, bad, I, but it would be would be difficult to get fresh fruit from the Amazon every day or every yeah. every week or every episode. Uh, absolutely, but I want to point out one problem that I haven't mentioned on any of these things. I'm like totally focused on on health, you know, in, in a lot of ways, and I track my activities on my watch. I, I count my calories on the iPhone, and I will tell you, counting calories using a U.S. app with food from the Amazon is impossible. It's easier if it's made by <laughs> Nestle. You can scan a barcode. Um, but if you type in a Portuguese thing, sometimes, I mean, I add to the library constantly the foods I eat here and I can scan them. The they don't know what but, it is, I guess. But the Amazon, forget it. I All I do, I, it's healthy and okay. I stopped counting for that week. And, and that's, you, you know, know what you impossible. should do. You know what, what you should do? Uh, you should uh, hook up to chat GPT and ask, uh, ask that one who, if how many calories are in, are in those foods. Uh, I mean, I, I, was, I logged on to it just for, for the first time yesterday, and it just knows everything. So it could be oh. worth a try. Okay. All right. I will, uh, I will, uh, I will try that. Um, you're presuming I have uh, as, as much time as you think I have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As Frida says, I'm filling my life with things that are activities at this point. No, it, it doesn't take much time at all. I'll, I'll send you the link how to, you don't even have to download anything. You just go onto the website, uh, log on to it, and then you can just start playing around. I think I just, I literally started yesterday, so I don't know everything. I'm a little bit behind when it comes to probably everyone in the US and Europe. So, but like everything else, okay. things in Brazil come here a little bit later. Yep, Thanks that's fine, and that's that's a good filter being here. So so let's start yeah. talking first of all. I mean we we uh, about about the economic side. In the last show, I think we we calculated uh, the internet said it's fifty percent less expensive for most things, and we threw out a bunch of examples that that crush that percentage. Um, and uh, you know, so it's it seems less expensive. Um, uh, you know, ha you know. Accessing money here in Brazil, uh, I, I, starting off with the basics, if you just come here, um, have well, you ever used your credit yeah. card because you had nothing else to use? I have. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we had a, since we came, we, we, we had to transfer, we literally had to, to start our business. We had to transfer a certain amount of money, um, which at the time I think was around fifty, sixty thousand dollars it had to go through the brazil central bank uh before it ended up in our own personal account here in brazil which we have at santander at the moment um and we needed that money to start our business to get our investment visa uh but with that money we did the reforms at the house at the posada that we that we had bought and then we started working and ever since we had have always had enough funds here in Brazil to live our lives here with the money that we were making from the Posada. And we also have separate funds back in Sweden still that we use to spend when, like when we travel abroad or when we spend time in Sweden, um, we just use that money uh, because if you are, if you live in Brazil and you travel abroad and you use your credit card, you will pay six per, a 6% tax, which is called IOF. And oh. you would probably uh, get another ten percent on top of the um, uh, the the exchange rate. Foreign transaction. So, oh yeah, they they yeah. do like to take a piece. 
Yeah, so uh, it's quite quite expensive for a Brazilian to to use their credit cards abroad. So that's why, I, luckily enough, we have some funds still in Sweden that we can use to yeah whenever we're back home or traveling Europe. Or... Well, I I'm 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 similar in a lot of ways. I've used uh, um, first of all, we started our business when COVID pretty much hit after a three month. Uh, um, construction project uh, phase of renovating our Posada. So our dream of providing cash flow had a, uh, had about an 18 month, yeah, <laughs> had an 18 month um, delay. So there were some time periods there where it was a little uh, nerve wracking um, having to rely on money from the United States. Now it's not that nerve wracking. There are ways to do it. And um the first way I, I did it was I, I used a lot of the, the credit cards, which were all issued in, in the U.S., American Express, uh, uh, MasterCard, Aviation, American Airlines, Aviator Card. Um, uh, I'm big on doing these things because they accumulate travel points, which you can use later. But if you use a credit card in Brazil and you have access to a card because you still own property or have some business dealings in another country, having a foreign credit card is very useful because in, you know, they don't have like these cards don't have foreign transaction fees and they give you really the closest to the best exchange rate you can find anywhere uh, is using these types of cards. So um, that's useful. And many stores uh, construction, I can tell you construction stores, supermarkets, restaurants, will uh accept credit cards um there are some places no, I, that don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i places. would i would i would argue that today i mean pretty much even the the vendors on the beach sometimes actually actually accepts credit cards nowadays so i mean everyone is walking around with these small little machines that they can stick into their cell phone or is connected to the cell phone so it, it's it it came a long way. When I came here ten years ago, it was different. Then credit cards was not as uh, as easy to use. But nowadays, pretty much everywhere you go, you can you can use your credit card. So that's good. You had to go out and climb a tree and get a coconut and trade coconuts and fish yeah. that you caught in the ocean, <laughs> right? Back in the old days. No, but back when we came, uh, we didn't even have internet banking. We literally had to go to the bank to do everything. So it it, it yeah. came a long way the banking system, so which is really helpful. So nowadays you don't. Re I don't think, like you said, you don't really have to if you come here from another country and you don't want to transfer funds because that in itself is costly. Uh, you will probably lose around 15, 10, 15, 20% maybe uh, transferring funds from another country to Brazil. Um, so, um, yeah. So, um, so anyway, in my experience, the credit cards are accepted by most people. But I will tell you, people with older machines, uh, sometimes a foreign credit card doesn't process and uh, they just ask if you have another oh, really? form of payment. Yeah, it's happened to uh, me a bunch of times. Uh, I want to say like 5%, 10, enough times to, 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 to know it can be an issue. And I can tell you buying things online from like Logis Americana, which is sort of like, uh, I want to say it's like the Walmart of Brazil. But I, I think the analogy for those who are older like me would be like the far more of of brazil because it is involved in a massive fraud case with 
cooking the books and things like that, uh, billions of dollars. But anyway, I, I worked as a lawyer in that case. So I know I came out of Pittsburgh <laughs> and I, it was, a, it was 4,000 hours of my life. So, uh, but, 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 uh, but far more used to be something that Americans knew because there were like 300 of them growing rapidly. They just weren't making any money. They were fake. The yeah. money was being faked essentially. Yeah. And people were investing, but anyway, it's a, they don't yeah. accept my credit card. And um, I didn't know that, but like it's like I said, I never really used my uh, my Swedish credit card here in in Brazil. We only use it when we're outside. So I think you have more more experience in that sense. But and another thing, like when you buy things online, I think we will get into that. But you need to have a CPF number, right? Yeah, that's where it gets tricked. That's where you get tripped up a lot of the time is then they ask for your your identification number. we might as well explain the CPF system. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, go, go ahead, Felix. Yeah. So it's actually really easy to get it. Uh, you, we did it at the time when we were traveling before we came here to Brazil. We just went to the post office, presented our passports, had to fill in a blanket, and they pretty much, at just in within like 15 minutes, they would issue you a CPF number. So yeah. even as a tourist, you can actually get a CPF number, which is pretty good to know if you want to travel in Brazil. Because buying flights and bus tickets and things like that, when you're in Brazil, domestic flights, you have to have a CPF number. So it can get quite tricky in that sense. So a, a CPF number is the first thing that you have to know and have to have if you want to come to Brazil. And, uh, and I, I, I'd say it was the easiest thing I've ever gotten in Brazil, too. It just I, yeah. I think we went into the federal police uh, in Macaé, walked in and walked out with it. Um, and uh, it it uh, there was almost the, the line was short and it was, it you know, in, in the process of coming here, it was one of the easiest things that I've uh, I've encountered. No, absolutely. I agree. And I, I think you can get it at the banks as well, if I don't misremembering completely. Uh, but it's and it's doesn't cost you barely nothing either I, I can't remember how much i paid to be honest it's 10 years ago but it wasn't it wasn't a sum that was uh important uh, maybe like ten dollars or something maximum so it, this it, that's is, very it's like yeah. your your id number in the united states it's the equivalent of a social security number i'm sure in sweden they have a number that every citizen is assigned yeah but we are assigned to it when we are born i think maybe you, you are here as well um, but the, but the funny thing about Brazil is you have actually two numbers, ID numbers, sort of. You have the really? RG numbers, RG number as well, which uh, sometimes you have to um, have to show when uh, different different things. We had to show it now when uh, when was it? Um, ah, well, I, now I can't remember. But it's so it's a CPF number and it's another card called the RG. Uh, you is and it I on my have, ID? Have... No, I'm, I'm not, not sure. going to put you... it. Well, I, 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 you... I mean, I don't think there's anything, you know, critical on it. But yeah, no, no, I can't see. But no, that's, uh, maybe that's you have, maybe. You... But you should have. I mean, if you have a, if if you have a, uh, a, a visa to stay in Brazil, I'm pretty sure you would have an RG number. I'm, uh, I'm sure. You... Yeah. So, so that comes with that comes with our investment visa. We get like an orange card, this size, which has a RG number on it. So it's I don't have but that. The CP, yeah, really? I really but don't have that. Be, I get this card. That, yeah, but that's and on the back, married. it has numbers too. 
It's got my CPF, my classification, uh, place of residence uh, with a date, and Missau with a date. Um, interesting. Well, that's, RN that's number. Yeah, RN number. Sorry, that's that's the one you have. An you RN have number, the, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you have RN. I think I have RG since I'm not a I'm I'm not married to a Brazilian national, so I only have an investment visa. So I'm still sort of a not an outcast, but I'm not as Brazilian as you are since you're married to a Brazilian woman. Not um, technically yet, but soon. Uh, yes, yeah. we're the marriage doesn't uh, doesn't uh, occur legally with a church wedding. Uh, you have to go through. Ah, uh, oh, you That's didn't do the cartório. Topic for another show, but yeah, <laughs> but uh, lots of paperwork. Um, bureaucracy in Brazil go hand in hand in a lot of ways, but 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 anyway, here in finance, it's getting a lot better. So so anyway, so so you know, you've got your credit card system, you've got your um, you you know, I I have a U.S. bank, and I I had to use when I had to pay contractors and people that would not accept the credit card, I'd had to go and to a Santander or um, a Bradesco, which are banks that um, that are part of the uh, the international uh, uh, ATM networks, uh, Star Alliance or whatever. I mean, they're different networks. And I could use my card there. And actually, for a while at Santander and Bradesco, I was getting pretty decent rates as compared to Bank 24 Hours, which uh, Banco... Vinci Quattro Ares, which is like a convenience store credit card machine where they limit the yeah, amount of cash yeah. you can take out and they charge you like an eight or 10 percent fee and the, the exchange and rate isn't good. <laughs> and also it's it's not uh, safe. Uh, the the ATMs at the inside of the bank agencies are much safer than the the 24 hours. Uh, it happened to friends that they got uh, their uh, cards cloned at these 24 hours. So that's uh, you don't get it if, with your Brazilian credit card because except for the, the the numbers you have a couple of you couple of letters that you have to put as well uh, to withdraw cash. Or actually today you don't even have to put anything. You don't even need your pin code. You can just use your biometry to, uh, withdraw cash, <clears throat> which is really, you don't even need your credit card. You just go there and you just use withdraw cash and you can pay for things just with your uh, fingerprint. Yeah. I've, the banking system here is wild. I've seen people, you know, go there with their bills and they just scan in their bills at the ATM paying their bills for the month. It's, it's yeah it's very convenient still, and inconvenient if you're standing behind yeah it. it's it still happens i think because there's still today a lot of people that works like on a daily basis day-to-day -day checks paychecks so they get paid in cash perhaps or in checks so they literally have to go to the bank to to deposit the cash or pay bills or whatever but anyone who has a salary like a fixed job uh usually receives a salary to their bank account and if you have a um, just your your cell phone you download the bank app and you can pretty much pay for all the bills um through your banking app so it is very it's very uh, convenient i would I, in the beginning i suffered much more but today i would say it's as modern as sweden i i, I can't really see a big difference in the how it works and how you how you pay for things so well, I was happy that the, the the ability to withdraw money from the U.S. worked um, because I wouldn't I literally would not have survived without that ability. 
now now we're at a point where um you know we we just use us funds to travel and stuff like that and accumulate points with the credit cards but but um you know it's it's better to have a balance in hey eyes in a bank here yeah no definitely no but like i said even the even brazilian credit cards they they get a point as well i just i was able to buy tickets uh return tickets to sweden for me and my daughter just by my credit card points for on my brazilian credit card so it's i think the system works very very similar but Today also, since the pandemic, the the dollar just skyrocketed. So yeah. using your US dollars in Brazil is not a bad thing because you it, you it get wasn't. you get a lot for your money. So the third way you touched upon was wiring money, and uh, when when we were buying a house or doing things like that, um, I would have to wire money, and that is one of the most painful things I've I've ever done. Um, in, in, in my life, I think, uh, and <laughs> because it, it, first of all, I've wired money in the United States before. Okay. And you go into a bank, they see who you are. They look at you, you might show a little identification. They have the funds, they send it. And the next day is there. And that was my experience. Yeah. Okay. And I, uh, so I think maybe a couple days, no, it, First, you got like about four days. You got to fill out a form, basically requiring certain information: a SWIFT number, the inter the IBN number, which is the number uh, for the bank. Um, basically, there's an international system with banking numbers. Um, yeah, most people it's your, haven't it's encountered your international, it. It's your international account banking number. Uh, so it, yeah, so the SWIFT is the system which is transaction is made through. And the yeah. IBN number is your personal account number, but for international transactions. Most people heard of SWIFT because uh, that was the big effort in trying to eliminate Italy yeah. for Russia <laughs> to bank, you know, and it was supposed to be a big thing. But it turns out like everything like and we're talking here, there's always a second way to access funds uh, if, if yeah. you need to. Um, so it takes a bit of time and then you go into the bank. And uh, you ask if the money's been there, and they're supposed to send you an email. They don't always. I, I didn't get them uh, sometimes. And then I would show up, and invariably, in fact, not invariably, every time they'd ask me for more information, tax returns, um, you know, any way to prove how I had generated the money. Now, if I were working in the U.S. still, this would not be as complicated, but. I've had two lives. I had sold businesses in the past and moved here. Okay. So as we got further away from my past business, it got harder and harder to wire money here. I, I literally had a small wire to do some improvements at the Posada, $10,000 and five weeks. And I gave up finally because I couldn't prove <laughs> they weren't asking for five years ago financially. Why last year's tax return? Well, I didn't make any money in the U.S. that year. You know, I mean, well, how did you get the money? Yeah, you know, yeah. I, 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 you, you're trying to explain you're not a drug dealer without it seeming funny, but there's some some truth to this. The reason it takes so long, a lot of it is what's happened in the U.S. with the Patriot Act and trying to track the flow of money around the world, and the government 
pass these rules in the U.S. and it impacts all banks because they can get kicked out of banking with the U.S. if they don't know where the funds have come from. And no Brazilian bank, no other foreign bank wants to get kicked out of the U.S., you know, of the ecosystem. So these rules that are passed by the U.S. tend to be followed uh, in other countries. They will report back that they have checked this information. But it's frustrating and you never get to talk to the person who is telling you this because they're talking to the bank person at a distance and they're just in the middle. So there's no way to have a, an, an, so I finally, in this last one, I just sent the money back and I had used cash withdrawals from the ATM and thank God now we were making enough money every, every month that to save money and pay our bills. But, yeah. but then this was like frustrating. Uh, no, we. I, I have a similar story. Uh, when we opened our uh, our bakery, we actually had had to transfer some funds from Sweden too, and uh, it wasn't as complicated as you mentioned. I'm not sure if they changed the laws in those couple of years. This is seven years ago, uh, but so we had to so buy dollars in Sweden. We had to send the dollars to to Brazil, uh, and then you have to go to your agency. To, to sign a paper, a document that you want to receive the money. Um, and then they have to send this transaction to the, another office, in, which is located in Sao Paulo, to, to um, accept or to recognize the transaction, and then the money would go into your account. However, when we transferred the money, the bank went, into, went on to strike. So we couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't access the agency for a month. And then the girl that was working there was so bright. So she gave us the wrong exchange rate, which was to our benefit. So we didn't say anything. And she sent it to Sao Paulo, but in Sao Paulo, they denied it. And then we did it again. I think we had to do it three times. So it, it took us about three months before we uh, got our money <laughs> from when we sent it. So generally it was taking me anywhere from two and a, two and a half we, uh, weeks to about uh, one took, took 10 days. I don't know how it happened. It was all of a sudden it worked really well, but, but um, uh, anywhere from that to like four weeks generally. Um, the only thing that made it less painful is, you know, if they're holding your money, and the dollar is strengthening, you're actually making money, okay? So yeah. almost every time I transferred money, something was happening to make the dollar more valuable over here, and I'd end up ahead. Now, um, that gives you pause after you've accumulated a lot of assets, and you're wondering, am I playing with Monopoly money now? <laughs> is what I'm buying also becoming less valuable? But... Uh, I think things have really stabilized. Uh, the AI is, is not weakening like it was before. In fact, there's been times during the past year when it was rated like the strongest currency in the world uh, uh, for like a three-month period. I mean, these things go up and down. I mean, it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but anyway, um, I just sort of uh, throw that out there. Um, Oh, and just to yep. sum it up, it's, uh, it's it's easy enough to use credit cards in Brazil, but to transfer funds from U.S. or Europe to Brazil can be a little bit complicated. 
I think that's a good summary. Yeah. <laughs> so getting a bank account here is critical, and there's a lot of reasons why, okay? Uh, if, if you want to be here at some point, you're going to need to have a bank account. You know, the wiring money, you can't do it without a bank account. Um, and uh, getting a bank account uh, requires a, a little bit more information. You got to actually have an ID card. You got to you got to be here. I think. I mean, do do you yeah. have you had any experience of that? I, um, I think you do have to have a bank account to pay for certain things, some taxes and things. Um, well, you you do. I'm, we're gonna get the picks, okay? We're gonna get the picks in a little bit. The yeah. the payment system. But having a bank here makes your life much more convenient for paying for everything. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. And and, um, and, and no, actually, because some some companies doesn't accept credit cards, they don't maybe even accept cash. So sometimes you actually have to pay by bank transfer. So yeah, I I think uh, having a bank account here is fundamental, and it's 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 not that tricky either to get. No, uh, and I miss both. as long as you have. Yeah. yeah, you don't need a Brazilian ID card. If you're in a major city, you can walk in with your passport, but you got to prove you are who you are with documentation. Um, yeah, but CPF number you need. I'm pretty sure that you need a CPF number to absolutely, open the bank account. absolutely CPF and a, and an identification, and you may have to translate some things in, from English into Portuguese. Uh, your passport, uh, for example, I've, that's that's happened to me a number of times. Um, but anyway. Getting a bank account is real important. And I, I, I want to now talk about the PIX system. Um, uh, PIX is uh, one of the ways that you can pay for virtually anything. It was developed by the Central Bank of Brazil. Um, 64 million Brazilians um, in a recent Internet article I looked at, which is half of the adults have used it. I, I know of almost no government program that I've seen in the United States that has had such broad adoption as PICS. And the reason why I think people use it, it's sort of like a debit card, except you don't need to use a debit card um, and enter a code or anything at all like that. You need to have access to your bank account online through a cell phone. That's what typically people are doing. And uh, you log into your app, your bank app. And then the real genius behind it is virtually anyone with a bank account can sign up for it. And you can send someone money by either having their CPF number. If it's a company, there's what CNGJP? CNPJ. CNPG. CNPG, which is the, the, the company equivalent. It's like an EIN number in the U.S., uh, your business ID number, an email address, a cell phone number. If you have that type of information and it's linked to the person uh, bank account or QR code. So like I'm at a fair. There's a fair every Thursday night. They serve amazing, cheap, great local food. Felix, we, you know, you go, it's one of the things to do in Buzios on a Thursday night. It's great. Yeah, but, yeah, it's, it's really nice. Yeah. But we have, we have, it's, it's so, it's so accessible. It's like you said, it's so easy. It's super fast. You just log on, log on to your uh, bank, uh, bank app, just choose 
pay by picks. You just put in the cell phone number of the other person and the amount, and you just pr press OK, and then it's done. Yep. There are no uh, fees so, associated with it. Um, no. And everyone. I think, I think for, com for, for companies, for company, I think there is now. Yeah, a little for company. Fee? Yeah, but if you are a private person, I don't think you pay anything at all. But what this has done is Brazil is a country where half the people don't or no, I think 75 percent people don't have access to credit. It's either half or 75, but it's a big number. OK, and there's a lot of work that needs to be done there. But if you're talking about living within your own means and being able to pay for things, it's a really remarkable banking tool uh, that has allowed virtually any person with a bank account and a cell phone, which is most people uh, and most people that are customers to be able to go and conduct a transaction without even, even needing your wallet. You just go and enter a little bit of information. Um, on the, the head of this show, the, we use pictures on the website at expatbytes.com. I'm, I'm putting a picture of a uh, PIX transaction that I did yesterday to pay for the, uh, um, if people can see that I'm sort of reading questions a little bit because we're doing this on video, but I print them out. I'm old school. I don't like looking at the monitors and, uh, it costs seven. Hey, eyes, uh, it's like a dollar, uh, less than a dollar 50. And I paid with picks as I don't carry cash. Um, if I if, uh, very seldom carry cash and yeah. you don't need to, you don't have this system in, in the U S at all. People use Venmo and things like that to pay, but I, uh, I don't think it is. It's very fragmented. People have different platforms that they use or accept. There are lots yeah. of different credit yeah, card platforms. Yeah, because everyone, if, if there's anyone that would happen to listen to from Sweden, we have the ex more or less the same system. Uh, it's national. Every, I think probably I would reckon 98% of all Swedish nationals has this. It's called Swish. Uh, and it works the same way. You have it on your phone. It's connected to your phone number. So it needs to be connected to you as a person. And then you have a separate like a banking app, but it's not a banking app through your bank. It's like the national like ID banking system sort of. So it's, but it works exactly the same way. So you can pay to anyone in uh, anywhere, anytime. So People it's very, use very different, similar how that works. Yeah, there's cash apps and there's uh, Venmo and PayPal and things like that. I think it's I think it's a little bit more fragmented in the United States. There are lots of choices. Yeah. There's nothing national. And I, I, I haven't lived there since 2018. So someone can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but, uh, um, you know, uh, I, I have had difficulty paying for things in the U.S., when people have asked me for things like that, and that's probably a topic for a different show, but it relates to paying, paying in the other direction. And the thing that always catches me up is I don't have a cell phone number to validate who I am. People, they like to double authenticate in a lot of these types of systems. And to maintain a U.S. cell phone when you never use it uh, is more expensive, and it's something I don't use. Uh, so just to even if it was the cheap $15 a month or something I'm never going to use for the right to send money just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, I, I use my bank account at PNC and I send checks or do automatic payment. Um, yeah. L luckily enough, I can have my, 
my telephone number connected to my name in Sweden. So I can just use it. I just uh, put like credits on it whenever I go back, but I can still use it as have a, like the connection uh, to my bank through my cell phone. Which you know, is I'm going to try that. Now, helpful. if I get kicked out of the U.S. banking system by doing this, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will I will add I will add that there is a little bit of complexity when you leave in the US I can speak from experience um, you are no longer once you once you physically make the decision not to, to live there it is challenging to get a financial advisor in the US I was fired by my financial advisor of 30 oh, years wow. because Wells Fargo did not want to have, expatriate clients because they didn't right. want to deal with the paperwork or the risk. It, it, uh, it was hard to explain because I had a 30 year relationship and, uh, Charlie had been with me forever on it. Very honest. You, you know, you don't want to lose honest people that, that control your money. Um, couldn't continue working with me anymore. And, um, he had a three year window where I could decide if I was staying or going, but at three years, I had to leave and uh, I ended up taking on the, the task myself and just investing in ETFs. I can't invest in mutual funds, for example, because uh, of treaties between Brazil and the United States that don't exist. Um, oh, wow. Now, it's it's a weird area and it's I guess it ties a little bit into this show. Um, first of all, there are some financial advisors. I don't want to scare people. There's uh there are groups that um, that that solely cater to expats because they realize there's money to be made from this little niche and it's niche groups. And I may I may post a, sm a little blog post about this um, to give a couple names and ideas. Charles Schwab and Vanguard will set up investment funds with limitations on on being able to use mutual funds. It it has to do with, I think jurisdiction and being able to serve someone if the u.s government wants to sue or collect information and if they don't, don't have a physical they don't, presence, go, they don't want to go to they don't want to go to Bolsius. they don't want to come to buzios buzios is great <laughs> it's a great place to i guess hide from from legal problems <laughs> with a beach well, but, there is uh, there is a rumor that um uh Pablo Escobar's uh, brother or cousin had a house here on the on the peninsula back in the day. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so you know, big uh, picks is is definitely something I, I'm very very high on. Um, let's talk a little bit about paying bills, and this is something uh, that you have more experience than me. I I get terrified of going into apps in Portuguese, I get, you know, things, you know, and I'm fortunate. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, you know, I have a, a wife who speaks, who's Brazilian, who's honest and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, is able to, to, to juggle these tasks. But, um, there are myriads of, uh, I don't know, there's bolettos and there are emails with bills and there's automatic yeah, payment. I'll Why try don't you to walk me through some of this. Yeah, I'll try to walk through everything. It depends also if it's on your personal account or through your business account, obviously. But there's, like you said, there's a um, there's a broad spectrum of different payment methods. I would say, um, 
quite handy like when it comes to utilities like water and electricity and maybe your uh, sky account through your with your TV or your internet all of those you can actually pay uh, put on uh, uh, automatic debit so it just gets it just get withdrawn from your bank account every month you don't really have to think about it you would still get your bill but it just on, on a certain date every month it just gets uh, the bill from your from your account so which is Easy enough. You don't have to literally do anything. Just uh, make sure that the the bill is as it should and not um, higher than it than it should be. But so far, it never it always worked really well. So for me, that's that's very good. Uh, the second one, if you are a private person uh, nowadays, through your bank app, you also get sent all the bills straight through your your app. So you just go on to your app, and then it says which date you have to pay, what it is you have to pay and how much it is to pay. You just click on it, confirm the amount, and that's paid. Um, so through your personal, that's pretty much all you have to do. There's some taxes, perhaps, that you would have to pay through uh, another bank app. So you would have to go into the local government's website or another bank's website every year. So that you need to know when to look for and how to look for it. So it's a it's like the house tax, the car tax, yeah, um, those kinds of things you have to pay once a year, usually in January, and, and that you have to look for yourself. You usually don't get it uh, sent to you in through uh, post or, or email. You actually have to look for it yourself. See, um, I always thought that was archaic because you know when those taxes come in and we have to actually physically go walk to a banco to Brazil and stand online, get a number. It's like going to a deli in the U.S. when you go to the bank. You walk in, there's a machine, or there's someone doing the machine yeah, for you, but gives you, you a number, and then you wait. And You shouldn't you, have to do that. When, when it comes to the – are you talking about the house tax, the IPVA? Uh, no, the I'm I, I, IPTU. I, IPTU, sorry. Um, there's two – There's, um, I forget which one. Uh, um, the, for the house, you pay once a year. It's called the IPTU. Yeah. IPTU. So that you pay once a year, and that you actually can you can download. Uh, you you mentioned it before. It's, it's called a boleto. It's like with uh, the serial number and all the. Yeah. Um, but that you can actually download through online. You don't actually have to go to the to the prefecture to the local government to to stand in line. So you can find it online. It's uh, you know you have to know where to look, but um, uh, you before i think you had to go to like you said you had to go stand in line to get a number and to to get to pay for it on site but nowadays you don't have to i think uh, it may have something to do with getting the boleto and missing the deadline on the boleto and ah, the boleto well, is now story. no longer valid <laughs> and now you yeah. have to use the account number and they usually have two different ways if the boleto is valid for like so a boleto is a bill with a barcode on it. And when you use yeah, the boleto right, you scan the barcode with your, your phone app, your, your banking app, and, or you can manually enter it in. It's a long barcode. It's, it's, not, it's better to scan. But when the, the, it expires, you know, oftentimes you have no choice unless you can get a new boleto. But if it's a government agency, you know, but to go yeah. to where they bank, stand online, and pay a teller uh yeah who will give no, you but so that's the, yeah so that's the that's the thing you have to look out for yourself to know when to pay for certain taxes 
And also they actually give you, I think it's 10 or 20% discount if you pay it in January uh, or February. If you okay. pass that uh, time, there's like the full full amount. So yeah. it's like, it's always, I think, well, any, anyway, here in Rio, it's always in January that you that you have to pay it, both for your car if you were, would have one and your house. That, yeah, those are the two that I I can think of. Um, yeah, and then when it comes to with companies, um, like you said, you have the boleto that uh, many companies would would send you, which has a has a, has a barcode. Sometimes it's, it's sent to your email as well. Sometimes I think it actually comes to your bank system as well. It depends really how modern the company is that you're uh, making business with. Um, some local stores would not issue a boleto. They would just accept, like a, like you said, a PIX or a bank transfer. Um, it's actually getting less and less common that you pay for things in cash nowadays. Uh, yeah. I would say more and more. I mean, I see that through my bakery. In the, the first couple of years that we were open, almost 50% we had was cash. And now it's maybe... 20 percent uh and i mean we could sell a like a baguette for seven reais which is like a dollar fifty or whatever and some people would pay in cash for that but as soon as it's like 50 reais like ten dollars or fifteen dollars it's more more common that you would pay with uh, a credit card like you said as well because people here do understand that you can get points by using your credit card instead um and uh, I mean, also, you, you nowadays you have the the um, the banking rate for loans are like at fourteen percent. So you just by putting keeping your money in your 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 bank account, you can make money every month. So it it makes sense to use a credit card here as well. Yeah. No. That. Um, so. Um, I and and I'll say you know I I. I we were joking about this before we started the show that I I get fearful about some of these things and Felix said well you have someone who can do it for you I couldn't <laughs> but I will say this yesterday knowing I was going to do the show I went to a physical therapist and I paid with picks and I also paid the bill for the uh the show that I printed off and um what happened yesterday on my bank they changed the screen entry for paying with picks. And I went, ah, <laughs> so Portuguese. Now I, I know enough, but this looked like a request. Do you want to get information or whatever? It wasn't, I don't know why they changed it. And I don't know if I'm, I don't think I'm old enough where this turned me into a complete, like, you know, blubbering. I can't exist anymore. I luckily Daniel, my therapist speaks English. I said, what's this first screen mean? And he, and no, yeah, I was right, and then I yeah, figured it no, out. But, yeah, no, but even if it, yeah, even if it is easy to use the bank banking app, it's it's it is handy to know Portuguese because the, sometimes there could be a lot of information. Uh, like you have to click on certain things, and it's not. It is very easy if you know Portuguese. I, I understand that it could be a little bit trickier if you if you don't understand everything. So, but uh, no. I mean, in general, I, I really have to say that today I don't suffer at all. I, I find it as easy as anything in Sweden. Uh, yeah. It works really, really well. Um, there are the also only... lots of 
New banks, and I, I, I didn't mean that as a joke. Okay, there is a bank called New Bank, um, which uh, lots of uh, people in the venture capital investment field think is uh, uh, it's one of the fastest growing uh, banking systems uh, in South America, um, and uh, it's largely no brick and mortar, just banking online, credit cards they issue. Um, I didn't complete the process, but Rita has, has, uh, a bank, a banks through that. And I know other people who do as well. So there are choices there, you know, there's, there's a lot happening here, um, yeah. to modernize the banking system. Absolutely. Um, no, I, I, I think it, it works really, really well. The only, like, like we already said, the only problem really is when to transfer funds, uh, from another yeah. country to Brazil. Um, so you probably We'll have to do it if you buy a house or, or something here. Uh, it's not impossible. It's just um, bureaucracy. And I would recommend trying to find someone that can help you with that, that understand how it works. Uh, yeah. Maybe uh, I mean, there's, there's tons of um, uh, people that does that for a living just to help uh, exchange or foreigners to, to open up bank accounts and things. And, and I, I think all this would apply even for the last field of area of people moving around digital nomads. Now we don't, I don't, I don't know any digital nomads here. And when I find one in Brazil, I will have them on a show. Um, but people that pick two or three months to live in a place. Um, I think yeah. much of the stuff translates to that. Just, you know, getting a card, uh, uh, you know, an ID number and, uh, um, you know, going no, to we a actually, bank. I mean, it's, yeah, it's so easy nowadays to work remote. We actually we we have today in my my small posada we have a Swiss couple. Um, he was born in Brazil, I think, but he lived in Switzerland now for his adult life. Who are both in the I think they have a marketing business, so they are they want to move here, um, but at first they're just going to rent a house for one year just to try it to see how it is uh, before they decide to make the move. But it's um, and they are they're just going through this process now. So it's it's. Uh, hey, why don't we have them on the show? Yeah, the sort of things they're thinking about that might be interesting yeah. and probably helpful for them to ask some questions. But they're at a stage with maybe some of the people that would uh, be listening to our show. Um, all right. The last thing I wanted to touch upon briefly, um, we, you touched on it a little bit, but I wanted I had a couple of things I wanted to make points I want to make about using uh foreign credit cards uh there's a reason why i i know there are miles here we just joined a, a program a club for go airline goal airlines where you get miles every month you get some luggage and reed is very excited about this but the reason why the miles programs and rewards programs in the u.s are much more lucrative than you get in other uh countries is because in the U.S., the processing fees are the highest in the world, like two and a half percent for every transaction on average using credit cards. Uh, at least I, I, I and there's a there's a movement to try to eliminate this going on in the government. Uh, I'm sure it's going to fail because it doesn't have support from the Republicans. But there's some Democrats who are trying to do this. But because of the profitability on every transaction, credit card companies try to throw out as many enticements to get people to sign up and the miles and perks that you can get uh can be very useful here i 
I use the, uh, the platinum card, the Amex platinum card. And, uh, you know, they, they have a whole bunch of benefits, uh, uh, everything from using the lounges all around the world, uh, when you're traveling to, uh, Disney plus, uh, subscriptions and Netflix or uh, New York times, which I read, I get $20 yeah. a month. And this is something I might buy, but it's included for free. Um, they give you things like Uber credits, which I can't use in the United States, but you know what? I can buy my mom a dinner once a month from here and use the credit or my daughter who's in grad school. And I do that, but I, I rotate between the two and I use these perks. Um, they give you a couple hundred dollars a month uh, to upgrade in one of their really nice hotels. And in the U S so many people have platinum cards. It's less common here. So I use it in a nice hotel in Sao Paulo and I went from a suite to the penthouse because <laughs> you get a free upgrade. <laughs> and yeah. they put me, it was like the most amazing room I've ever been in. That alone paid for the fee for the year, that value. And this is a similar thing happened to me at the Copacabana Palace for my birthday. I, uh, I got upgraded from a, a nice room to, you know, a room that was like uh, a thousand over a thousand dollars a night. Uh, wow. Now, I only stayed for one night. I wish I'd stayed too, but uh, <laughs> it was nice. Now, for special occasions, these sort of perks are really nice. Um, I, I preach more of a simple life here, but it's nice to, to, to get a nice little thing like that that's part of the package. Um, the foreign transaction fees add up. Uh, I just got a statement that last year I saved $600 in foreign transaction fees using the, uh, the MasterCard from American Airlines. And the last thing I'll say, I got a KLM card, uh, uh, a flying blue card with Air France and KLM because I knew that I want to go to Africa in a year. And I like that hub area between Paris and Amsterdam. And I looked at where they flew and I'm going to target in the next year vacations, the places that they fly. So I want to spend money here, get the points, fly with them and get a better experience when I travel. And uh, when you own a business, these are things that you can do. As you said, you you paid for uh, a round, you know, round trip ticket to Europe, running your business, paying a lot of the bills to your bakery and your Posada. I mean, it's something you can do. It's it's a nice perk if you're an expat and you're trying to grow a business. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Uh, so um, I think that's about it. Um, I'm not sure if there's uh, oh, yeah, there's also a, a baggage credit for 200 bucks. So every year I'll bring a little bit more baggage of stuff that I want to bring back to Brazil and I won't pay the extra luggage. Uh, yeah. I mean, the platinum card really makes a lot of sense, even though it's got a huge fee. Um, no, and it even makes sense even to use um, when you're when you're not living in the country where it's issued. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. um, I think that's about it. Uh, we're still under an hour, which is where I like to end. Uh, so that's all for this episode. If you uh, want more information, you can visit our website at www.expatbytes.com with a Y. You can get more information about being an expat there. Um, and, you know, if you want to talk to us, we're busy. We, we're generally not, you know, engaged with people. We're just putting out information as a hobby. 
But uh, if you look at our website, you can certainly see a little bit more information about our hotels and our properties. And if you come as a guest, I'm sure uh, we'd be happy to have a Kuiperini with you if we can and share a little bit more information. Um, but uh, if, you, if you like what you heard, heard uh, please share it with your friends. Um, anyone who wants to learn about the expat journey, the dreams, the bumps you're going to encounter along the way. And I just want to thank everyone for joining us and uh, have a nice day. All right. Bye, everyone. Yeah. I, we're stopping. Please wait. This video thing is a little different. This will be interesting <laughs> to see what happens. This is, but, you know, you might as well experiment. Uh, the blog yeah, thing no. is awesome. I learned how to use the software because I had to edit the blog. And I had to make charts, which I couldn't do in the blog. So I did them in, in Excel, and I took pictures and I cut yeah. and pasted them in, and it worked. So, um, cool. anyway. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I have to. Okay. I have a, I have a meeting to, um, we're looking into uh, getting another store, a shop uh, for the bakery. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you more about it um, later. Okay. Good luck. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Yep. Cheers. All right. Bye. Bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.